Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is going to be episode 93 of The Informed Catholic. For We're going to start the readings for the first Sunday of Advent, which is the start of the whole new liturgical year. Uh, Advent is the whole new liturgical year, and for Advent... We we tend to focus on uh, the four last things. The four last things are death, the last judgment, heaven, and hell. Because these are the four stages of the soul, the four last stages of the soul. Okay, death, judgment, heaven, and hell. Mori, we're all going to die. And we are all going to face a personal judgment. Right? There's our personal judgment and there's the uh, the last judgment. You know, I guess you could say whatever. You know, but basically, you know, we all go to, you know, some of us, if God willing, uh, we make it to heaven right away. Um, if not, we, some of us, We'll go have to go through purgatory, uh, and then of course there's heaven and hell. Now, for some people, you don't go to hell because of purgatory, but eventually you're going to wind up in heaven. But the soul has to go through a um, a purification, and of course, you know there's heaven and hell. You know, you if you don't you don't. If you don't go to heaven, you go to hell. But let's let's start first with the act of contrition in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Okay, so because we're in the um, Advent season, we don't say the uh, the Gloria. But I want to say something, uh, a prayer for, um, for the souls in purgatory. Hold on. Okay, so this is... Um, a litany for the dead. Lord have mercy. Uh, hold on. Sorry. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lord have mercy on us. Christ have mercy on us. Lord have mercy on us. Jesus receive our prayers. Lord Jesus grant our petitions. God the Father of heaven who has called the departed unto thy beatific vision. God the Son, Redeemer of the world who has purchased the souls of the faithful by thy precious blood. 
God the Holy Ghost, who has sanctified the elect by thy grace. Holy Trinity, one God, and only supreme good of the souls who ardently long to possess thee. Holy Mary, comfort in their affliction, refuge in their abandonment, and sure help in their misery. Saint Michael, appointed prince to receive the souls of the faithful departed, pray for them. Saint Gabriel, especially chosen to announce to the people of God the end of their misery and the beginning of their deliverance. Saint Raphael, who bearest the, the size of the oppressed to the throne of God. O ye holy guardian angels who cannot abandon in the midst of their sufferings the souls entrusted to your care till they are brought forth into everlasting rest. O ye holy angels and archangels who regard the poor sufferers as your future companions. O ye holy patron saints for whose assistance they are so earnestly prayed awaiting the dreadful moment in which their eternity dependent. O ye holy patriarchs and prophets who so long and only sighed for your redemption. O ye holy apostles and evangelists who as princes of the kingdom of Christ have so much power near the throne of glory. O ye holy martyrs who are purified by the fire of your love in shedding your blood for Christ, were immediately vouchers of the beatific vision. O ye holy confessors and penitents who have gained so much merit and are so pleasing to the eyes of God. O ye holy virgins who by the splendor of purity and innocence are permitted to follow the Lamb. O ye holy saints of God, who desire to see your numbers increased, be merciful to them, spare them, O Lord. Be merciful unto them, hear them, O Lord. From their prisons of fire, deliver them, O Lord. From their painful sufferings, deliver them, O Lord. From their gloomy darkness, deliver them, O Lord. From their sadness and abandonments, deliver them, O Lord. From their separation from thee, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy coming down from the bosom of thy heavenly Father, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy conception in the womb of the most blessed Virgin, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy birth in a stable, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy holy name of Jesus, through thy holy name of Jesus, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy forty days fast, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy sufferings and sorrows, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy death on the cross, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy glorious resurrection and ascension in, into heaven, deliver them, O Lord. Through, hold on. Okay. Through thy sufferings and sorrows, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy death on the cross, deliver them, O Lord. Through thy glorious resurrection and ascension unto heaven, deliver them, O Lord. Through the descent of the Holy Ghost, deliver them, O Lord. 
We poor sinners beseech thee, hear us. Deliver them, O Lord. Through the descent of thy Holy Ghost, deliver them, O Lord. We poor sinners and beseech thee, hear us. Deliver them, O Lord. <clears throat> that thou wouldst spare them, we beseech thee. That thou would accept the sacrifice of the Mass, our prayers and good works in expiation for their sins, we beseech thee. That, that thou wouldst take them up to thee, we beseech thee. Son of God, we beseech thee. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, give them eternal rest. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, let perpetual light shine upon them. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, let them rest in peace. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. <clears throat> thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayers, and let my cry come unto thee. Let us pray. O God, the giver of pardon and lover of salvation, O men, we beseech thy clemency that thou wouldest grant the, the brethren relations and benefactors of our congregation who have departed out of the, this world to arrive through the intercession of the blessed Mary ever virgin and all thy saints at the fellowship of perpetual bliss through Jesus Christ our Lord amen eternal rest give to them O Lord and let perpetual light shine upon them may the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace amen the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I thought that would be nice. Um, wish I got that book earlier. Unfortunately, I didn't. <laughs> um, it's actually very hard finding books for the souls in purgatory. It's almost like, I mean, really, no one really thinks about it. But I think it's uh, a nice thing to do. And I think it's one of those things we should start doing. We have to start, I think... Uh, practicing this because, you know, I think honestly, um, more and more people, I think, would develop a sense of humility and uh, calmness and also the fact that uh, we're all mortal and we are all going to die. And I think it's there should be more like this. I honestly feel it's really ashamed that there's not enough um, services where we can say uh, a litany uh, for the souls in purgatory. I think it should be done more. All right, let's move on to our uh, reading. All right, <clears throat> now we're going to go to the first cycle of reading, the first um liturgical cycle year, which is often referred to as year A, 
All right. Entrance antiphon is from Psalm 25. To you I lift up my soul, O my God. In you I have trusted. Let me not be put to shame, nor let my enemies exult over me. And let none who hope in you be put to shame. Right, grant your faithful who pray, Almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your to meet your Christ, with righteous deeds at His coming, so that uh, so that gathered at His right hand, they may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. All right, first reading. From the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. Lord, the Lord will gather all nations into the eternal peace of the kingdom of God. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem he shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not raise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, the response to the psalm is Psalm 122. Let, and the response is, Let us go rejoicing in the, to the house of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. I rejoice because they said to me, We will go up to the house of the Lord. And now we have set foot within your gates, O Jerusalem. Let us re go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Jerusalem built as a city with combat unity, to wit, the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. According to the decree for Israel, to give thanks to the, to the name of the Lord, in it are set up judgment seats, Seats for the house of David. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Pray for, for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love, love you prosper. May peace be within your walls. Prosperity in your buildings. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Because of my relatives and friends, I will say peace be within you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will pray for your good. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Amen.
All right. So if we notice the first part, Isaiah, um, the, the first reading, Isaiah um, is prophesying to Judah and Jerusalem in days to come. The mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. This is basically one to Judah because the Messiah comes from the tribe of Judah and from the line of David. And that uh, Christ will establish that the mountain, the highest mountain, all right, uh, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established at the highest mountain. This is basically one is predicting the church, the church which will, which will be established by Christ on St. Peter and the apostles. And the church will be, will, is going to call together. Okay. It says here, raised above the hills, all nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways and we may walk in his paths from, from Zion shall go forth instruction. Okay. Instruction. This is basically the gospel. This is basically, uh, is talking about the, the new, the new covenant the new order of worship, the new, the new, you know, the covenant that will be, that will be for all the nations. All the nations are going to come. Remember Christ said, my house, it's written that my house shall be the house of prayer for all nations. Now, when he was taught, when he said that, remember that's when he overturned the money changers. And the reason why is because the court of the Gentiles, where the money, that's where the money changers were set up. And the court of the Gentiles is the largest courtyard because you, you know, after that you got the women and then there's a the court of the men and then there's the court of the priests. But the highest, the largest court is the court of the Gentiles because it like Solomon himself, he that was done so that they may come and learn, right? You know, Mount Sinai, right, is where, uh, Sky heard Scott Hans say this, that's where the covenant was made with Israel, the Jewish people. But Mount Zion is open to all nations, it's supposed to be, yes, it's, it's the Jews will be in charge of worship, but, but it does, it's not just for Jews. It's not just for the people of Israel. It's open to all nations. All nations will come and, and learn about the one true God from the, um, obviously from, you know, from Christ, you know, I mean, it's supposed to be for all nations. Okay, the, the covenant was made for with Israel, but the temple, the temple was the final stage for a universal faith to all the people of God, to all the all the people. And you know, that's something, of course, that it's gonna be, you know, like uh trial and error because the Jews then become kind of xenophobic. 
they became very prejudiced against other nations. And now they decide to basically block, because think about it, when you put the animals in the courtyard, remember the ark had animals in them. And later on, Simon Peter would have a vision of a net coming down that will engulf all these animals, which is a picture of the nations. So you see where, you know, you see how, where it's heading there. So that's exactly what, why, you know, Christ got angry with them. So let's move on to the, to the uh, second reading. Okay. Uh, reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 13, 11 to 14. Chapter th- uh, letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 13, 11 to 14. You know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer now than when, you, than we, than when we first believed. The night is advanced. The day is at hand. Let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in promiscuity and lust, not in rivalry and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desire of the flesh. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One more time. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 13, 11 to 14. You know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is advanced, the day is at hand. Let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in promiscuity and lust, not in revelry and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Show us, Lord, your love and grant us your salvation. Alleluia, alleluia. Psalm 85, verse 8. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 24, verse 37 to 44. Stay awake that you may be prepared. Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So it will be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field, one will be taken, and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, 
and one will be left. Therefore stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you also may be prepared, for at an, at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. Pr praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, one more time. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 24, verse 37, 44. Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So it, so it be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into so too you also may be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So now we're in a new liturgical year. And um, we go through a three-year cycle for uh, Sundays. We're in the first cycle. Uh, you know, there's year A, B, and C in the uh, in the in our in our uh, new liturgy, the Novus Ordo. And um, in this new liturgical um, liturgical uh, year, in the year of the Advent, which has two parts, you have the Second Coming, and then we focus on the birth of Christ. Christ already came. Now we're being prepared in advance for the second coming of Christ. And with that comes the four last things we have to meditate on. Uh, heaven, hell, right? Salvation and judgment. These are the four last things we have to focus on. Our destiny. And this is important because the church wants us to focus on this because one, momentum mori, remember you will die. We all are, are going to die and we all, we, as soon as we come into this world, we're preparing for death. And this comes to how we think if we are say if, if we let's say uh acknowledge christ as lord and savior right 
then we must focus to focus on these four last things, the four last stages of, of our human existence is important. Okay. In the first reading, we have Isaiah and Isaiah is prophesying that all the nations will stream to the mountain of God and upon the mountain of God is the house of God. And this mountain of God and house of God will rise above all the hills and the nations will stream like a river to, to, the, to the mountain of God where the house of God is and they will receive new light instruction. Okay, basically a new way of living. Right? And of course there will be peace. They'll beat their swords into plowshares, that famous uh, inscription which is on a, on one of the walls of the um, United Nations and there'll be no more war. Well, of course that hasn't happened, right? We, we can all say that. We can all agree. It didn't happen Isaiah's day because the temple was destroyed and the Jews were taken 70 years to Babylon. It didn't even happen um, the days following Christ's ascension. In AD 70, the temple was destroyed in the final Jewish, one of the Jewish revolts and the, and the Jews were scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. Now, This, this leads us to Paul in Paul's letter. And in Paul's letter, Paul is asking the Gentile converts, the Gentile members of the church, even the Jews, he wasn't just speaking to them. He was speaking to everybody. Okay. He was speaking to everybody. I mean, saint, sinner, hypocrite, you know, you know, winners, losers, it doesn't make a difference. I know, uh, uh, you know, an overly holy people, shallow, shallow, holy people. And, uh, you know, the hypocrite, holy people and the, um, the church Karens and the, uh, the church Larry's or whatever you want to call them. Everybody there had to receive this instruction and everybody there was told to wake up from their sleep to wake up from their sleep. Why? Because we, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of us that, that, you know, have a very shallow attitude about religion and about, and have a shallow attitude about salvation. There's a lot of people that don't, you know, that want to believe that they're good people. You know, there's some people that go to church and go to to mass. A friend of Henry told me about um, when someone taught someone the cat the the real Catholic faith. There was someone who said, uh, a woman, I don't come here for that. I come here to to de-stress, you know, to 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 unwind and relax, and for good vibes that's that is terrible that is terrible it doesn't work that way listen to paul's words wake is now 
time for you to wake up, to stay awake and not fall asleep. For your salvation is nearer than our salvation is nearer than we than we first believed. And it's time to 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 break away from darkness, from the things of the dark, dark acts, dark behaviors, dark thinking, from orgies and lustful behavior, and um, drunkenness and vile behavior, gossip, backbiting, you know, jealousies. These are all dark things, dark things that, which is why people do them in the dark. And people like that are people of self-loathing, hatred. You know, you know it's, it's true, uh, Michael knows pointed to this recent music award. And the reason why I'm bringing it up, because this, this is basically what you, I just told you here. I want you to look carefully, you know, I mean, not, not to go look at the video, you don't have to, but Michael Knowles was, was interesting because he's Catholic and he said there's a, uh, a singer, which I never heard of, and he, he just heard of the person, goes on stage. Her name is Lizzo. She's a plus-size woman. And she was dressed scantily. Let's put it this way. Her bottom was not well covered. And all her backup dancers are plus-size women and they're not well covered. And behind them on stage is a giant four-foot, five-story, whatever you call it, inflatable butt. An inflatable butt. Unbelievable. And then she comes on and her singing is all about, and she uses a lot of gibberish words, and her singing is all about feeling good about oneself, sacrificing something. And... Her and her backup singers just mal, you know, just junketed. I mean, it's just her, I guess. I don't know. A bottle of tequila. Okay. She's promoting wild behavior. She's promoting all these, you know, this this loathing. Because what happens when you when you behave this way? And talk and listen and listen to all the lives of um, adult performers, uh, pornographic performers. Even listen to the lives of a lot of celebrities. They talked about that the more they gave themselves, the more they felt empty. The more they felt unhappy and hated themselves and despised themselves. The more they gave in to the to this to, to the world of darkness. They felt trapped and they felt that they were being strangled. Because in you, this is not who you were meant to be. You weren't made to be this kind of creature. You were made to worship God. You were made for a relationship with God. You were made to be in the life of God, to live. Paul says, put on the light. The light is the mind of Christ. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ because you were made, you were made, you were made and he won you over. He redeemed you. So there, therefore, he wants you to imitate him, walk in his footsteps. No, it doesn't mean feel good all the time. None of us can be a hundred percent good. We got to be realistic about this. No, but you, when you 
become a Christian, when you are born again, when you practice walk in the life of Christ, you will be able to endure all things. You will be able to handle scandalous behavior. You will be able to handle the negativity and everything. And he will give us the wisdom and how to deal with it. It's, it's, it's obvious. This is, this is what it is. And that's what Paul is talking about, to break away from this. And Paul is saying, stay awake, be alert. Now, Christ, he didn't use the word alert, but stay awake. Your salvation is nearer now than we first believed. And we are no, no longer live in the darkness, in the deeds of the dark. People who live that style, who live that kind of lifestyle, and they basically are not happy people. They're not happy people. When, when you make everything permissible, everything in your life permissible, does that mean that we're all happy? When we know we're capable of doing these kind of things, you know, immoral behavior and everything. You have to ask yourself, I mean, you have to go 100% because Stalin wanted all the power, all the power and every, and every single one of it. And nothing can be compromised for his mission to create this image of a Marxist, uh, Marxist communist Russia, socialist Russia. That's why it had to, to him, it had to be all the power because he was gonna go all the way through it. And, and if you want all the power, you better be sure your conscience is dead. Or eventually you are slowly murdering whatever dignity God has, you know, was blessed you with. Because in order for your conscience to die, God has to die in you. You have to murder God inside of you. Okay, because that's what it means to live that lifestyle. And it's very difficult because human beings were not made for that. Now we get to the gospel. We get to the gospel. Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Meaning, he's comparing the Son of Man to Noah. Or, in a sense, he's saying that Noah is an image of Christ, is another image of Jesus Christ, which is, which is true. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be within the days of the Son of Man. For in the days of Noah, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage. That's, that's the kind of thing the world is doing now. Meaning... Eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. He doesn't mean that they were going, just going on with life as usual. No, although some were. But there was, if we read Noah, there was violence upon the earth. And God knew that the, the imagination, the word is the imagination, the imagination of man is absolute wickedness, the thoughts and hearts of man, because when you go, like I said, you go into that life, you are sacrificing. I mean, you better kill your conscience. And you better not feel bad about it. Because like I said, you have to make sure that your conscience is dead, mean 
that God has no room in your life. And Jesus says the floods came and swept them all away. Noah and his family went into the ark. The doors were shut. And the floods came and swept them all away. Now, it's interesting. Um, Dallas Jenkins' father, Dallas Jenkins is the one director and creator of The Chosen. His father wrote the Left Behind series. Not a bad series, but it was a, a Protestant series about the Antichrist in the last days and everything. But, interesting. As in the Left Behind series talks about the rapture. That all the believers will be raptured away and those who are left behind must deal and content with the the Antichrist. Uh, interesting thing to note. Uh, <laughs> the evil people in Noah's days were swept away and only Noah and his families were left behind to inherit the earth. I don't think uh, this was a kind of contradictory his father uh Dal Jenkins' father thought about, but in reality, um, I think a lot of times people who are obsessed with the end times tend to miss important keynotes in important parts of verses of scripture. Doesn't make them stupid, but unfortunately, this is not this was not great. But anyway, we're not going to go into that detail. But the point is, we. Jesus wants us to be prepared. And he says, stay awake, be alert, for you do not know the day or the hour your master will return. That's that. This is important. We have to remember this. Now, Jesus warns us, be ready. And that means always living in the state of grace living in a state of holiness. He's not talking about us being hypocrites. He's not talking about us to do it in a shallow way, a hypocritical way. No, he wants us to live, to live a good life, to live it a holy life, a, a life without any shame, no hypocrisy. Anyway, I'm going to end it here and um, I'll be back soon with another one. God bless them. Let's end it with the final prayer. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Lord, the giver of life, who, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, and with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified.
He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen.